to restart again. I feel like I'm too putting too much pressure on the intro. That's why I kind of said, like, we should, like, have kind of outlined this before we started. Okay, so... What happened with this neighbor? <sighs> you never told me, bitch. What happened with this neighbor? Okay, so... I was sitting at the kitchen table. And... I'm not going to say his real name, obviously. But I heard knocking outside of the apartment door... When coincidentally I had DoorDash food. <laughs> so I heard knocking and I heard Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. And I was like, what the fuck? So I walked up to the door being nosy, thinking that they were at our door and like maybe got my name wrong. And I looked through the peephole and there was like a police officer. There was the bitch in the front office. Bitch, which one? Nod it to me. That fucking bitch. <laughs> and his mom. Wait, the neighbor's mom? Yeah. And I was like, ooh, like, I want to see what happened. So I grabbed Hank's treats out of my room and I went to go put them in my car. <laughs> Even though Jacob was coming over that night. But I went to put Hank's treats in my car and as I was walking outside, they all stopped me. And the lady from the office was like, you live in 252, right? And in my head, I'm like, bitch, you know that from our interactions with our other neighbors. Yes. And I was like, yes, I do. And the police officer was like, when was the last time you saw your neighbor? And I was, I was like, I don't know, like, two to three weeks ago. And the mom got all pissy with me. She was like, oh, it's, it's just normal to not see someone for weeks? And I looked at her and I said, yes, ma'am, because I see your son once a week on, like, rare occasion." Sometimes I go two, three, four weeks without even seeing him. Like, the fucking ring doorbell won't even go off. Like, he's not, like, a part of, like, a big community here. Yeah, and, bitch, I'm not the mom. That's yeah. not my job to watch out for him. Like, we're in an apartment complex. We're not friendly neighbors. We're not in a cul-de-sac. Yeah, like, I don't even think I've said hi to anyone We don't borrow each other's lawnmowers here. And so then I just went and got my nails done and really called it a day. But to let you guys in on why we're kind of talking about this, we were sitting outside on our balcony doing our nightly ritual, if you will. And I hear a, hey guys, and Cody and I both look down and it's him. It's literally him. And I, I didn't just, even know he was missing. I literally texted you and told you my neighbor's <laughs> missing. Like, that was my exact words. I had no idea this was going on. I was like, why the fuck is he talking to me? <laughs> just to let you guys crazy. in, that's not the only, like, crazy shit that happens to us in this fucking apartment complex. Oh, dear God. <laughs> we should have just a... Just for instance, while we were out there, 
I guess Cody and I were being too loud and our neighbors flashed their porch lights, like basically telling us to call it a night. <laughs> we should have like an apartment. Like we should have like an apartment slash neighbors slash leasing office slash parking issue. Like um like a meeting. No, like a uh, segment each week. Oh my god, because there's too many stories to count. Does my hair look ugly like this? Tell me the truth. Um, a little. You look a little Sister Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like that would go very well with like a, like, um, with like a blouse, like a white, like, button. But like not. Like like... trying to be Sister Christian. Yeah. Like I'm putting an effort. At a funeral. No, you always want to look sexy at a funeral. Yeah. Okay, bitch, I just rambled on for, like, five minutes. It's kind of your turn to step it up to the plate. Well, damn, you just took over the fucking missing neighbor. Because you had no idea what even happened. Started going to therapy. I missed a therapy session. On Thursday? Yeah. But, like, I totally overslept. I, like, I woke up and I I was wondering why you had the nerve. Yeah, and I emailed him. And I was like, I'm so sorry I overslept. Like, I feel like early sessions are just not my thing. But I work. I work so late. Like, I can't. Could be early sessions. Your session was at 11. Early sessions, like you have a 7 a.m. session. No, I know. Like, I can't open 11. up. I can't open up to a therapist at 11 a.m., lady. I'm a, like a nocturnal creature. Cody, we literally get up at 8 a.m. I know, but I'm not fucking like present. Like, I can't just talk about my deep, dark emotions and like my daddy issues. No, I knew you overslept because I texted you at 10:30 and you like fucking left me on red, and I was like. Ew. I need later therapist appointments. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> my therapist, or sorry, my psychiatrist canceled on me. That's why it showed on my family calendar, deleted. Canceled on you? What a fucking douchebag. Yeah, they called me Wednesday at like 5 p.m. when my appointment was Thursday at 4 p.m. And they were like, hi, fill in the blank, will not be here tomorrow in the office. Like, we need to reschedule you with somebody else for next week. I was like, okay, well, I have things to do next week, so that's not an option for me. So just cancel the appointment. Wow. Are you going to reschedule with them or are you going to go to another place? No, fuck them. It took, like, a lot of, like, courage to even make the appointment. So, for her to just cancel on me made it, like, yeah. fuck you then. Suck a dick. I feel like that is, like, that is such a good, like, point in, like, the, like, the mental health, like, care, like, industry and stuff like that, like. It needs to be normalized, for sure. Yeah. Is that, like, it took so much courage to do that. And, like, they kind of just, like, fucked you over. They did not. They didn't even, like, accommodate me. Like. Yeah. They couldn't even get me in with someone within that same day. Yeah. 
Like, I literally took off work for that appointment. Yeah. I put it in on hot schedules. They didn't even get someone to cover a shift. No. Basically. Yeah, that's fucked up. So, who are you, Lainey? I don't think I like it where to put that. Who are you? How would you describe yourself to the world? How would I describe myself? Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a normal 21-year-old that's trying to figure it all out. That has changed her college major, major. That has changed her college major about seven times. I think I'm kind-hearted. I think I'm very blunt and honest. But it's always coming from a caring perspective. I'm never acting like that to be mean. I always say things that I say. Like out of like love. And I know like everyone says that, right? So like they don't sound like such a bitch. But like it's true. You know, like I say things to kind of like put you in your place because I care about you. And like I know that like you could be doing better than like whatever it is that I'm like bitching you out about. I feel like that was a very like pointed um like we actually had that conversation like two days ago. We probably have. Um, I don't really know how else I would describe myself. I feel like that was very good. Have issues like everyone else? <laughs> Everybody's got issues. Vogue, Cosmo had issues. <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back to the podcast. That little pause would normally be a commercial break in a um, well-established podcast, but we have no sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> um, so welcome back. We just put our TV dinners in the oven that we ordered from our local restaurant. You know, contactless, safe delivery and all. Since none of you know how to wear a fucking mask. Literally. Some background. Lainey works at a restaurant. I work at a coffee shop. Stop acting like you work at Yellow Mug. Like you literally work at a chain. Say you work in a chain. Okay, I work at a coffee shop chain. There's only, like, three of them, so that gives you guys a very vast opportunity to figure it out. Yeah. Um, We're both 21. Both don't have our lives together. We semi have our lives together. Semi. Semi. Better than nothing. (laughs) Okay, that's true. Yeah.
can we talk about the fact that um this is like a no limits podcast i really just wanted this one to be like this is who we are and this is how we speak yeah very like um very like you can take my opinion or leave it like this is how like i live my life mm-hmm. but um i feel like we share wait we share a lot of values as like well-rounded people you know what i mean elaborate like i mean like well-rounded like liberal people usually yeah but um Well, I don't know about you, but I grew up in, like, a very, like, 50-50 household. Like, I would say that my parents have pretty, like, split views. I wouldn't, I honestly wouldn't categorize them as, like, one or the other. Really? Yeah. I would say probably lean more liberal, but I wouldn't call them liberals, if that makes sense. More like independent. Yeah. Or like democratic leaning independent or like conservative leaning independent. I heard I heard that that's like not a term anymore. But I feel like I feel like you can have a lot of like different values and not be black and white. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I feel like sometimes it makes sometimes it has to be black and white sometimes it has to be yes 100%. but sometimes it's okay to be gray when you're making like everyday decisions but like i understand like the political climate right now needs to be black and white like yeah it needs to be either this or that yeah i mean don't get me wrong my parents aren't like racist like <laughs> yeah anti-LGBTQ+, but I would say that they do have some conservative values as well as liberal values. Yeah. And there's time to sacrifice this and, like, sacrifice that for, like, the greater good. You know, like, I would, like, I would normally vote for whoever's going to benefit me the most. But when, when like other people's lives are at stake, yeah, when other people's lives are at stake or at danger, then that comes before any gain, yeah, that comes before like oh, or special interests that he's this just gonna might have. make me more money, yeah, like okay, but he's also like trying to do all these other horrible things, yeah, keeping children in cages, <laughs> yeah. Doesn't support BLM, the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. I think, like, social issues are just, like, such a huge thing. Like, over money issues. Yeah. I feel like... But here's what I don't understand. When rich people love Trump so much, I get it. Because I'm like, oh, you love him so much because he's making you all this money, Mm -hmm. saving you all this money. I fail to understand 
white people that aren't rich, like Trump. Yeah. Because I'm like, if anything, like, he's not really benefiting you. Yeah. You know what I mean? He, like, I think, I think people thought that, oh, he's going to help us on our taxes. But no, like, you didn't read the fine print. He's going to help the rich on their taxes. Yeah, not you. So, (laughs) maybe not, like, you know, like, not, you know, making minimum wage an hour. He's not going to help you on your taxes. But property owners, like, landowners, like, people that already have a substantial amount of wealth, like, he's going to help you. Yeah, which is so funny because I don't know if this is just where we live mm-hmm. or if this is an all-California thing. Um, but there's a proposition out to raise property taxes. And I guess um, my dad is in agriculture, so obviously that's like not a thing he is looking forward to. Yeah. Or any of his growers, I guess. I feel like knowing, like, that information, like, always, like, communicating how, like, what politics are going to affect certain people in certain ways, like, communicating that all the time. I feel like it's so tiring to talk about politics, but, like, I feel like the more we communicate, the more we talk about, like, you know like the effects of like certain taxes and like how um I mean I just feel like this year we're we're definitely fucked either way yeah like 110% Cody that debate was a clusterfuck yeah I saw something on Instagram and it was so funny it was like and they say women are too emotional to run for president because I guess Trump brought up Biden's deceased son. Something about Biden's son's addiction. Oh my god. I need to watch this debate. Yeah, I was at work. That's just so disgusting. Um. There's just things you don't bring up. In a fucking debate, like, what does this have to do with anything? Yeah. Like, you're so worried because someone was selling an ounce of weed on the street, but you're not worried about, like, child molesters and, like, rapists and murderers. Yeah. It's disgusting. Racial discrimination. Sexual orientation discrimination. Like, you're not worried about that, but you're worried about... An ounce of weed. Yeah. When drug companies are pumping in phenomens into adolescents. Yeah. And you're worried about pop. I mean, as soon as I turned 18, my psychologist was like, oh, let's get you to a psychiatrist and like, get you on some stuff. That's right. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's right. As soon as you turned 18, she basically... She literally like, like sent me off. Bye. Yeah. Psychiatrist. Yeah. Wow. Because I don't know if this is a California thing either, but um, before you're 18, you're not allowed to be diagnosed with anything. Mm-hmm. 
That's interesting. So that's on politics. I want to hear your best work story. Give me your best, um, rudest customer. Of today? Not of today, just I want of the whole career. The whole career? And which one sticks out? Oh, are you ready most? for this, bitch? I know exactly. I know exactly. I knew who was there. We're not going to rant about work, you guys. But I think every once in a while, since we both work in customer service, it would be fun and interesting to give a good work story. I have to change some names, so give me two seconds. So we had this customer, Patty. Okay. Patty was a very like entitled woman when she was under no circumstances actually entitled to anything okay um she always like came in in a pissy mood as if she had no trust that you were ever going to complete her order correctly okay relax bitch i work here i've been working here yeah tell me what you want and i'll make it for you 100%. And so, like, she orders a large light roast pour over. And I make it for her, which is out of my way because usually we just pour it from the tap. Yeah, because the pour over is a pain in the ass. <laughs> yes. And I make it for her. I craft this beverage beautifully and hand it to her. She takes a sip out of it and says, this is not a pour over. I watched you pour it out of the tap and you're a liar. <laughs> you're a liar. I filed an incident report with the company and said, no, I made the pour over. Watch the camera footage. Because I know she's going to contact the district manager. Yeah, dated and stamped. Bye, mm-hmm. bitch. You want to hear mine? It's kind of funny. Yes. I get called a bitch quite frequently at work. Which, if you were there, I mean, it would be approximately the same lines um so anyways i was on expo with my coworker. let's just say john john and i were working doordash which is a clusterfuck because my restaurant i work at could make i would say easily like one hundred fifty thousand dollars a month just on doordash orders so we're slammed. It's super busy. It's like a Friday night. We have two people on DoorDash. Like, that's how much of a clusterfuck it is. And this guy comes in, and he just walks right up to the counter. And I don't tolerate cutting. I just don't. It's rude. Like, everyone else has also been waiting for their food. Like, be patient. And so I politely ask him, sir, like, there's a line. I'm going to need you to wait in the back. And at first, he's like, calm. 
He gets up to the front of the line. I don't take his ticket, but John does. And he's like, well, she said it would be ready whenever I got up here. And I said, sir, I never said that. I would not guarantee that your food would be ready if I was unsure. Because at the end of the day, I don't know. I'm not the cook. I'm only handing it out. He starts screaming at John and I how we are stupid bitches and how like stupid we are and how incapable we are of doing our jobs. And honestly, I could probably think of a more wild one, but that probably happens probably like once a week. Easily. That is crazy. People feel all types of entitled, especially with, what are we in now? Third wave of, like, reopening? People are feeling, like, more entitled, like, every single time. First wave, people were super, super, super nice, super generous. Second wave, entitled. Third wave, now they're, like, there's no going back. I guess that's it. Like, thank you guys for listening in yeah if you guys made it this far thanks for listening yeah we know it's like a little rough right now but um i like really really think that this will go somewhere yeah i mean let us know what you guys want to hear and see and what you want to listen to us talk about because like i think we're pretty fucking funny we can be um just so you guys know we both filmed this after working like all day so we are just a little bit tired but um i appreciate you guys listening downloading if you did um all the in-betweens laney where can they find you on twitter my Twitter and Instagram both are L A six N's like N N N N N N E Y and I post more frequently on there, so feel free to find me and let me know what you guys wanna see. Cody, where can they find you? Find me on Instagram and Twitter at C O D Y underscore KNS. Cody Kens. Cody Kens. Thank you guys so much. I Enjoy hope you day. guys have a wonderful week. Stay safe and wear a fucking mask.